Hello, and welcome to our podcast. Da, 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 da. The 2 a.m. club. The Honey Bunnies. Exactly. Hi, everyone. Um, that's the Honey Bunnies. This is our first episode of our podcast. Um, we have been thinking about it since quite some time, to be honest. So we're a bit nervous starting here. And uh, it took I, us a while to actually start. But then, I mean, we had a kid and, uh, you know, life. <laughs> life happened. Yeah, I actually just checked my old messages and our first trial uh, we sent to Sophia in June last year. So it's almost a year since this idea is on our minds. It's crazy yeah, mm. how time flies. Mm. So let's start with an introduction, I would say. I think before we dive into the topics that we want to address here, uh, we're actually quite interesting people. And I think let's start there. I mean, I know I'm interesting. <laughs> I know for sure you're interesting also. I mean, we did marry each other, so... <laughs> you want to start? Where are you from, honey? Bunny? Um, so it's a very uh, actually. Remember last night we were talking with uh, with Lydia about it, right? She didn't know I was French uh, from passport, but uh, it's a very difficult answer. Um, it's very difficult to answer that question because I I I, am, I like to call myself a globalist, right? So. My father is from Belgium, but he immigrated to the States after the war. My mom is Tahitian, um, and um, so I grew up in these two places, and, and after that, I traveled. So technically, passport-wise, I'm French and American. Uh, in my heart and soul, I consider myself a globalist, someone from around the world. Um, during my studies, after my studies, my economy teacher, he's like, and I asked him, I was like, all right, so now what do I do? And he's like, well, go behind your TV and see where it's made, and that right there will be the future. And lucky enough, uh, the TV we had was <laughs> made in China and not Hecho in Mexico, as the story I say all the time. Um, so, yeah, a globalist. I'm a globalist. I think that's and the best. And you actually moved to China. That's what you Yeah, and say. I moved to China, of course. <laughs> yes, I moved to China. Yeah, sorry, sometimes. Maybe, maybe for the people that don't know you. Um, and, yeah, so since then you haven't been living in California no. or Tahiti, no. right? No, no, no. Yeah, actually, you've never even been to Tahiti with I me yet. I have never been there, yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> We've been together almost 13 years. Okay, that's your journey to China, um, and uh, yeah, maybe to myself. Honestly, <laughs> a lot more boring. I'm German. <laughs> I grew up in Germany, um, and however, my dad was a engineer on a boat, and he was traveling a lot. And as we were children growing up, my parents always traveled with us. That was always the most important for them to make sure that we are able to travel. And somehow, I always wanted to leave Germany. It was always in my heart. Um, I recently found an old diary entry from when I was 15. And I'm actually speaking about myself 10 years later, um, being abroad somewhere uh, in an adventure. And that's what happened. I... Um, 
I always was interested in China. I honestly can't really explain why. In, in you know, in two job interviews, they always ask you and you. And By the way, we don't live in China right now. We live in <laughs> Dubai. So just for people, not that they think, oh, they must be doing this podcast out of China. For those who don't know us yet. All right. Yeah, that's that's a big uh, an important side note. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was always fascinated, um, and uh, in my mid twenties, I moved to China, and that's where the honey bunny journey started. And now you're not in your mid-20s anymore, unfortunately. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Closely, uh, closely to my 40s, which is fine, honestly, which is fine. Exactly. It's More beautiful. Exactly. When I'd go like this. <laughs> He's I'd closing close his eyes, eyes right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, and then I think the, the Honey Bunny uh, journey started in 2010 in Beijing, where we met in a nightclub. Called Vix. I think we won't go into the details today. Might be a bit too much, but we will eventually <laughs> on how we met. For our son, we met at church. We're not religious at all, so <laughs> he knows we're going to be lying right away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and and our journey is an interesting one. Um, from China, we had the chance to move to Japan. We were living in Tokyo. From Tokyo, uh, we moved to Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Uh, loved it. Lived in Hong Kong for a couple years. Still my favorite place. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And uh, then we moved uh, to Germany. To Nuremberg. Franconia. For the people <laughs> that know about it. Um, it is, uh, yeah, an interesting place. Not our favorite. Um, and afterwards we moved to Dubai. And that's uh, where we are since just before COVID hit, um, living in the tallest building in the world. Well, when we moved here, we didn't live here. Afterwards we lived here, but yes, yeah. we do live in the Burj Khalifa. Thanks to my wife, actually, and her hard work. Oh, and behind oh, there's also a strong woman, there's a strong man, right? In this direction that... Uh, I like to works. say behind every strong partner, there's a stronger partner. <laughs> <laughs> aka the puppet master <laughs> that's true that's true also and um, yeah honestly we have a lot to say and I think the idea of the podcast came last year we were sitting in the car with our two month old baby and we had so much to say we were we were not in a good place somehow today I'm lost for words <laughs> that does not happen often. No, I think because we have so much to say, and then I don't know what to say, wh where to start is the. I think that's the biggest problem. Yeah, I think it's it's really not easy to to put that in a podcast where you know you have a time limit and you want to do that kind of in a structured way, so the listener is but not you want to do lost. it in a structured way. All right, that's uh, your German side. Yep, I like structure. <laughs> I kind of like to wing it. Yeah, yeah, but then I mean, you know, sometimes things can't really be planned. Like today, actually, we plan to be alone at home um, to do this podcast. And yeah, then Munanui, our son, decided to have a fever. Yeah, of thirty-eight point four. Four. So yeah, the day kind of. But you know, that's what happens when you have a kid. You plan, <laughs> and then your plans just go straight out the window. Once in a while, not all the time. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I would say that was really the 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 idea of the podcast came when we had our son last year. We went through a very difficult time. Um, we had a very difficult 
birth. But that's something else. That is our parenting part. Exactly. But I just wanted to say, where did our idea for the podcast come from? And that was our son. It was. Um, but of course, we do not just want to talk about that. We also want to talk about, or especially talk about partnership. Yeah. Because having a kid has such an immense impact on your partnership on your relationship and we just want to talk about that and we want to you know there's lots of glamour and glory out there all this instagram and social media and and don't get me wrong i love social media it is it, it it's not only bad it's great yeah it, it gives us so many opportunities to stay in contact with all our friends worldwide etc um but it oh, also is a lot of times not real and actually our and and i loved And I love this this saying from my honey bunny just now. Life is not about editing. Because we're talking about how to edit the podcast. And he was like, no, not going to edit. We're going to talk about life. And life is not about editing. Um, we want to be real. We want to talk about things that maybe others don't talk about. We want to think, talk about the things that suck, that others don't want to talk about. We want to talk about... We, and we want to show those things. We want... You know, for me, one of the biggest problems was this, this westernized, I call it the three W, western, white, teeth, woman, that are on Instagram praising parenthood and like, oh my God, this is the most beautiful thing in the world. Oh, I just love to breastfeed. Oh, it's so amazing. Oh. And their teeth are so white that you just like shine through the camera and you're like uh, blinded by them. And you're just sitting there and just going at 2 a.m. There's another reason that, I mean, that's the reason why we call it the 2 a.m. club. It's because at 2 a.m. is the worst time. Yeah, it's that time where you can't sleep anymore. And if you do, you're only going to get a couple hours of shitty sleep. And it's the time where you're sitting there breastfeeding your baby, your nipples are hurting, or he has a feet, or they have a fever, or they're throwing up, or you're at the hospital, or it's you know it's before it's after 11. I mean, if if he wakes up at 11, you're still good. You you know if they take one hour before they sleep, you're like I can still get in a few hours. But that 2 a.m. is just that horrible time slot, you know. And every parent. You know, every parent, every partner has been in that slot, and that's where that 2 a.m. comes. But it's, you know, at 2 a.m. you're sitting there, and of course you have nothing else to do except for being on your phone and taking care, you know, your, your baby is breastfeeding, or, or you're putting towels, cold towels on his head, and you're flipping through Instagram, and you see these posts about how amazing it is, and how blue, and you're just like, okay, am I doing something wrong, or... Like, why am I not enjoying this? Why is nobody talking about the shitty side? Why is not, you know? And, and yeah, I, for me, it was really about that. It was getting that different point of view from this non-westernized white teeth, you know, pastel colors with big brim hats and, you know, these ponchos overlaying their shoulders, just draping them. You know, cooking pancakes at six o'clock in the morning and doing these beautiful, perfect stacks. I just wanted a different point of view. Yeah, that for me is the most important, and especially also a man's point of view, because I'm the stay-at-home dad. Yeah, I'm the guy who's who's there during the day because my wife works. Yeah, so I also I'm there's a niche 
for me that is missing because it's always women that are the caregivers, yeah? And this is also something that's missing for me. Yeah, I think that was also, and I think, sorry, I'm just pausing because I'm hearing a crying baby. No worries. Um, our Eileen, our night angel is there. He, she's taking care of him. Um, yeah, let's just observe. Um, yeah, what, what Mo just said, um, I think we also need to explain um, we are different in a way that I'm the breadwinner of the family and my honey bunny is at home taking care of our little baby. And with Arlene. <laughs> together with Arlene, our night angel. Um, and yeah, it is still, we are still a rarity. And also last year, this, this hit me. I was uh, speaking in a diversity event of my company and I got a lot of questions about our model of living. <laughs> I, I remember receiving the question on, oh, how, how did you convince your, um, your husband to stay at home and taking care of the kid? Um, oh, he went to baby massage class alone with the baby? Um, and then I was also making up my mind, okay, actually it is important that we share our model because it is not yet common, but we also want to encourage, especially other men, that it is amazing being a stay-at-home dad taking care of your baby. Amazing. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, okay, okay, that was very... Um, no, there but, are moments where it sucks. <laughs> but I, just, you know what I meant, yeah. I mean, just that this the, the model where, where the woman is at work exactly. and the husband, the exactly. man is at home, yeah, or the partner is at home. I mean, it is... Uh, I, th I recently saw a study about in Germany, I think we're talking about 4%, um, 4% of uh, the couples that have children... Um, or, or even less, or even it was 2%, I, I don't remember. Uh, but it was um, uh, a huge minority. And uh, I think, yeah, it is important um, to share that it is also possible in a different way. Of course, if you want to, yeah. And we are here not to judge. I mean, that's also very important. We are also not experts of kids. I mean, by far, no. We have a baby since a year, and that's all we know. Um, I mean, yeah. Experts maybe being awesome partners. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we have some practice since uh, almost 13 years. Yeah, we're pretty awesome. And I think uh, because we put our partnership always first, I think we also have been constantly working on that since the last year because it was so difficult. And we, we never expected that. We did not expect it to be that tough because we never fought. We were we were always, you know, in sync. Because you Even always listen are, to me. <laughs> I mean, we are actually very different people. Um, yeah, very different characteristics, but it just worked. And uh, I think this was this was the first real challenge to our relationship, um, having a kid. And so, yeah, that's also important to share. I think, yeah, there's so many so many things to share uh, about us where things are a bit different. We're moving around a lot where people maybe say, oh, with a baby, that's not possible. Um, I'm the working mom or uh, uh, the breadwinner of the family. My husband stays at home. Um, we're from two different Technically, countries. you're the pretzel winner. <laughs> you're German. Not funny. Um, he does that, you know. And the, fu the the funniest thing for me is he actually laughs about his own jokes, even that no one else laughs. I think so. it's funny. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right. 
finish How did it. you get there? I don't know. See, that's exactly why I like this podcast. I don't need the structure. You, we get to somewhere from some place, right? Um, but, yeah, it's... Um, I think the interesting part is we just want to show people out there that there's different ways of doing stuff. Yeah, there's just there's not this one way of doing it. Yeah, there's different ways of doing, different ways of being in a relationship, different ways of being a breadwinner, different ways of being a parent. You know, and, and that's really what we want to showcase. That whatever way works for you works for you. Yeah, but if it's not, if you feel like it's not working for you because you you just see how everyone else does it and you're like well i feel a little bit outside of it and i don't feel like i'm being kind of represented and like our way is not really shown hey there's there's that that's what's missing you know it's really to showcase that there are different ways out there you know so. 100% 100% and i think and we just have a very close friend of ours that just had a baby and you can see how guilty she feels and I don't know why whether that's the hormones or just this absolute absolute tough we first weeks felt. with the baby um, and and uh, yeah you know what uh, in this in, in these weeks I had actually one person that I wasn't even super close to before that checked in on me every single day and and that saved me you know because I Uh, because looking at this information that are out there, this just completely overwhelming, and it's not honest. Yes, maybe there's a certain pattern a baby should follow, um, but you know, 99% of the babies don't. And if your baby does, well, congratulations. You know, mine didn't. So, <laughs> and and I think just to talk about it, I mean, talking about birth. Um, but again, we're going back into the parenting. And right now, this is more about the partnership. Ah, okay. So now you do have a structure, huh? <laughs> ah, 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 ah. No, so if I, I go into a topic, you see already how, how this works. <laughs> no, I just, because this, I think this is, this is for the uh, other episode. Yes. Like, right. that's my whole thing. I don't yeah. want us to derail and go into another. Well, I'm not editing. I'm changing paths. Oh, nicely put. Everything is about wording. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I did do a year of law, if I remember well. So. <laughs> Technically, everything is about wording and where the dots and the eyes and the commas are. Yeah. No, no, no you're right. I mean, okay, I think you, you got a bit of an idea now who we are. And I mean, I'm sure in the podcasts to come, in the episodes to come, you'll get a, a much, much better idea. Exactly. Um, I think all we wanted to say, we are pretty interesting. We do have a lot to say. Um, and... It, with us, it's going to be about authenticity. Raw. Just raw. Yeah. It's okay to cry. My original idea. Uh-huh. See? Uh-huh. That wasn't a joke. That was the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I did a little... Uh-huh. Uh a German joke. Uh, a little trommelwirbel. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ah, yeah, the language topic we didn't discuss yet, but okay, we can still do that. Yeah, I know your English is not perfect. Nine more months of study then. I love you too, honey. <laughs> All right, partnership. Partnership. All right, so, I mean, we have we have some set of questions, and I think this is kind of important in the beginning to have a kind of a set of questions, and then we can diverge however we want from there. Um, so you want to tell us... Okay, so we talked already how we met, not in full details, but 
That's for that's for later. That's for later. Um, what do you think is what is it that you think that is the key to our success in being a couple for the last what is it like thirteen twelve years? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Thirteen years. Let's just round it up. Thirteen years. Honestly, I believe it's communication. Yeah, for, same for me. I think, I mean, just us talking about everything, putting things on the table immediately, being also very open about our feelings. Not, not And safe words. Right. And I think the safe word also, because Mahani Bani, when I met him, he's a bit of a drama queen. I mean, he is Tahitian. Um, and, and I can't take drama. <laughs> Germans don't do drama. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I really can't take drama. I, I hate it. And I hate conflict at home. I had it enough as a kid. I don't need it any further in my life. And um, so, yeah, these two worlds met. And very early on, we talked about it. And we... But I was dramatic. But you do wear the drama queen lately uh. since the last couple months, to be fair. But I was the one who also told you that the key thing is for us to communicate openly and to say what we expect and what we want from each other. Because you remember that that topic and I told you, honey bunny, I'm not a mind reader. Like I cannot know what you want me to do unless you tell me what you want. Remember? And I told you, I'm not a mind reader. You tell me you're mad at me. You want me to do this or that or don't do that. Just tell me. Mm. And that has been the main, one of the main, uh, that communication that was honest and open since the beginning where we just say boom right now i'm not happy with you i really love what you're doing right now and that's right yeah, yeah it was yeah. really we didn't want to we don't we you can't guess what the other person is thinking of course you can feel that something is going wrong but feeling and knowing what it is is two totally different things yeah right? yeah and that was very good i mean i remember this and you 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 told me that also during the years again and again svenja i cannot read your mind you need to tell me if mm. there's anything that i'm doing wrong or that hurts you or um you know you just need to tell me i i'm not gonna be able to because i'm read your mind. i'm raw i just say things i mean friends of ours they'll tell you sometimes i can be a dick or an asshole because i'm a little bit too raw and i'm just very straightforward but that's also just the way I am. And I think this is really key, is is being open and honest and just saying like, hey, you're being a really pain in the ass today, or my God, like you really helped me today and the whole thing, you know, that's really, mm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think, and and I think that that has been, um, and I think even in the last year, yes, we fought a lot, but we immediately <laughs> talked about, and after every fight, we asked ourselves, oh my God, why are we fighting again? Because uh, of our, I, our, because of the lack of sleep, because of our child, <laughs> yes, and lack of food, yes, yes, and the hormones and the situation. Your hormones, not it's, mine. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you said. That, <laughs> I yeah. know. There's actually a great study out there saying that, uh, men, but I don't. I don't want to cut you. Sorry. There's a great study out there that says that actually uh, male caregivers, right, the men who, if the, the more you stay with the child, actually the more hormonal you become. So even men become as hormonal as women in, in, uh, in with the amount of time you spend with your child. So I became super hormonal too. And I was very dramatic. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, um, 
yeah, it, it's a it's a really not an easy uh, situation. But yeah, I believe that the communication, um, of course, also that we have been together since quite some time, we know each other inside out. That also helped. Yeah, I can imagine the newer you are um, in a in a relationship, um, that it gets even harder than once you have a kid. Uh, to keep that communication because you simply don't know each other that well yet. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I think another also the big more sex you have, right? <laughs> oh my god, such a such a dude thing. <laughs> I'm not even commenting on that. <laughs> it's like sorry, I couldn't keep the joke inside. It's yeah. just there and it needs to come out. It's like either it farts out of my mouth or it farts out of my ass. So you choose. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a difficult one. <laughs> No, but I wanted to mention another one. So next to communication, I think a second one is respect. I think it is, and, and once you lose the respect for your partner, I think your relationship is lost. Mm. Um, I think it is so important to see, to respect your partner, to see the value in your partner, to, to admire your partner, to see the, the reasons why you're married or why you're together. It's... Um, yeah, I think this is this is very very important as well, and that's really a core value is the respect. Once you lose that, and I think this is why it's also so important because we didn't come back to that. Actually, I remember it was in Japan. Um, I think we were together maybe three or four years at that time, um, and we were introducing four. This four we lived yeah, in probably China for three years together, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's our fourth must, year. Must have been the fourth, fourth year, year um, when we introduced a safe word. So our safe word. Uh, we use when it's re really to signal the other party to not go any further. Yeah, um, that that the discussion now has reached a point where it should not go any further, and that helps that you also don't say things that you can regret that afterwards. you regret and that it are not possible exactly. to take back. The crumpling the paper. Exactly, because that's what how we call it, right? The the crumpled. Paper. I mean, we didn't invent that saying. That saying has existed for quite a while. No. I thought you invented that. No, oh. I take I take credit when credit is due, but I did not invent. I wish I invented <laughs> the crumpling paper, um, but no, the crumpling paper is not for me. Uh -huh. okay. So for those who don't know the crumpled paper effect, just take a piece of paper. It's perfectly flat, and and the the shape of it is perfect. Crumple it up and then bring it back flat again. You can iron it, you can do whatever you want, but the fact of the matter is that piece of paper is never gonna be the same again. You will see the, the lines inside of it, you will see those broken pieces. So that safe word that we have is really, so that we never go to that point. Um. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's also something um, that really helped us in our communication to, to really not escalate. Uh, and and to really stop, yeah, signal the other person that is now my my uh, tipping point. So so please just stop. Exactly. Then another great point we have is we are fighting the battle together, not against each other. Remember mm. that we're both pulling in the same direction. We're not pulling against each other, not pushing against each other, but we're both in the fight together. This is a ride or die situation, and we're. Our goal is the same goal, yeah, and that is that 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 we're in it together, yeah, yeah? and uh, the support, the push, 
the, the pooling, the, the, all of those great things that you need in order for me to move forward in things, in order for my wife to move forward in things, that is that we have one ultimate goal, which is our wanting to have a beautiful, wonderful life, and we are moving in that direction together, not against each other. And anyways, the rest of the world is going to be moving against us. So, you know, we move together, strong, and forward. Yeah, we are each other's rocks. Yeah, we really are. We're two rocks. I'm signaling him he needs to go closer to his microphone. <laughs> It's the first time she tells me to talk louder into her ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, but the, I think that that's, that's definitely also an important one. And of course, um, also that we have the same ideas of of um, adventure, right? I ideals. Mean, ideals, yeah. I mean, obviously, a life where you move around a lot. I mean, both need to have an interest exactly. in the world and doing this, yeah. So, and I always say, you know, finding a partner that you you know, have a good time by going to the movies or going on holidays. You can do that with a lot of people, yeah? It's not really a partner, right? <laughs> yeah. Like a good sex buddy. <laughs> but, no, I mean, um, um, but, but really... Partnering is, you know, going to Bali on an island with no roads and <laughs> my wife having <laughs> four huge luggages on wheels. Over-exaggerating. He's going to do that a lot. It wasn't four. It was one. One was for me, one for you. It was two. <laughs> I had a backpack. Really? Yeah. Anyways, partnering is, <laughs> partnership is, you know, looking at these guys throwing the luggage over the boat because, of course, we were, she was totally overpacked and me dragging those luggages through the beach, right, in the sand and not complaining once. I did complain on the way, yes. Of course I complained, but <laughs> still doing it, yeah? <laughs> That's partnership, right? That's exactly. really partnership. And still bringing it up, you know? He always says he doesn't remember things. I remember specific that stories. Was early in but our that was pretty funny. That was really funny. <laughs> there was no roads. There and, was no and by roads. the way, hands down, so what we saw just recently, we went to Singapore for holidays. We saw a couple with their oh, twin kids. This is I my think goal in life. Like, like two or three years old. This is my goal. How many luggages did, did they One. have? One. One luggage. One. Two. They had twins and the, the, the parents with the twins. One luggage for four with two backpacks and two strollers. I mean, this is a dream. We had five pieces of <laughs> luggage and four carry-ons. Like, that's what we were, and we only went there for 10 days. Like, I felt like we were moving to Singapore, but we weren't. Oh yeah, this was really funny, so. But yeah, there's a difference between partnership is, is going in it the long haul, going in and. Yeah, and I think also in situations like that, um, always, staying positive. I think we're also trying to push each other up. We do Nobody. push each other up. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's a... We expect the best from each other. Yeah. 
and if when one the, is down the other one helps you know and the other way around i think because that's what it is about yeah i think um, and especially after having a kid when things do get a lot more challenging especially these this first years i mean at least that's what i'm telling myself that's gonna get better um but yeah some you know you're tired then you give your partner rest you give your partner a chance to just sleep a couple hours you take over and i think this is exactly what a partnership is yeah. it's not about pushing the other person down to make your Yourself better. It's really about pulling each other up and being better as a couple. But tell me, but tell me, because um, now coming a bit, I think we have we've nailed down now a little bit our um, the key key topics that are important for us for a successful partnership. But tell me a bit about the topic that you mentioned before about your role, about the role yeah, in the partnership. What do you think? Is I think role? this is also very important is, is actually identifying your role in the partnership itself, mm. right? So I'm, um, I was a chef and then afterwards when we moved to Germany, um, tax-wise it wasn't, there was no incentive for me to work anymore at that point, right? Because it just didn't make any, no sense financially. And then I became a stay-at-home husband. And then afterwards we moved to Dubai and that continued and then it's just, it's just. But it was not just a financial situation. No, no, you it also, wasn't. It's also not. I don't identify right? as my, like for me, I identify as myself. Like when people ask me, oh, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, I am just me. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I'm a stay-at-home husband. Like I, I don't. My job is not who I am. I think a lot of people have their like, oh, I'm this, I'm this, and this, and that's who they, it's like who they identify. And for me, it's not who I, that, that doesn't make me who I am. Who I am is who I am, and that's what makes me. It's not my job. It's not, you know, that, that for me, it's, it's a little bit like, there's this great saying I like. It's like when you walk through a graveyard, you don't see, oh, great CEO or, oh, great chef or great this. Yeah, it's like father or husband or brother or sister. You know, that's what you see on the gravestone, not like what your job or what your position was or how much you made or where you lived. That was actually very touching. I just <coughs> tears in my eyes. Sorry, I wish I had invented that saying, but I didn't. <laughs> Again, such a copycat. <laughs> hey, I learned from the best. You know, I say real strength is knowing um, that sometimes if you're not smart enough, you just take it from other smart people. <laughs> oh, come on, don't push yourself down. Now you're very smart. No, no, but uh, that's for me. Is I've always, I've always. I'm strong enough with who I am as a person, so me being a stay-at-home husband was never, I was never ashamed of it. Like, for me, it didn't matter. I know a lot of people were kind of like, oh, a stay-at-home husband, blah, blah, blah. Or uh, for me, one of the, the, the one of the things that really kind of annoyed me is everybody always asked me, like, oh, so what do you do all day? And I always came back with the answer, I play PlayStation Masturbate all day. And they would kind of, like, look at me and laugh. I'm like, you think you ask your moms or... Your why is that question? No, why is it that you would only ask me that question? You think because I'm a man that I'm going to do it differently? No, I cooked, I cleaned, I did all the stuff that the other, the stay-at-home partner would do. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference. And then, for me, it's really my, I like to call it my humbleness is my strength. <laughs> but it's the confidence I have in me being myself. So and that's I've what always I love about you. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so this is so unique, and that was for me um, so important when I moved from Germany to China um, quite early because 
I saw that there is different ways for life. <laughs> and in Germany, you know, I mean, I grew up rather normal, middle class, um, went to school. I mean, I was taught um, go for a stable job. I, you know, like, like, yeah, just stable job, old big company, you're gonna work there forever and save for your retirement. And, and that's, and once a year you go on holidays. So um, that, that was what I knew, yeah? People went to offices and came back in the evening and yeah. Um, that was the, the life I saw there. Um, and uh, yeah, going to China, I saw, oh, oh, there were artists coming people, they, I don't know, they just moved to China to paint, some others to take pictures, making yeah. movies. Um, being, being poets in Lijiang, <laughs> French guy we English met. English teacher here. or uh, like my honey bunny, he actually forgot that, he would drive yeah, a motorcycle. Um, so, yeah, and, and this was amazing. I mean, that for me was such a big learning just to see. Many of those peoples were not German, though. Yeah, 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 no. I mean, the Germans that I met, they all did these typical They work for Mercedes, Bosch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I, uh, no, and, and uh, that was, even for me, this is, I mean, I still go to the office, I have a typical office job, but I love it. I, it's I, not really typical. I mean, you don't do the nine to five. No, uh, okay, it's not a typical office job, but it's an office job. Yeah. I go uh, sit behind a desk working on my Excel, but I love it. That's, I think, I mean, I, I really enjoy what I do. Um, I found what I like to do. but um, And you find confidence in that. Yes, And exactly. that's the thing. I find confidence in what I do, and you find confidence in you do. Exactly. And that's the beauty of our partnership, is we were two confident people in who we were and what we did, and that was what made our relationship strong, is because we didn't need, to, we didn't need the other person to help us identify as who we were or what we did. Mm. I think this yeah. was... And, and I think because I, I clearly remember this. When I moved to China, I was sitting in the plane. I sold everything in Germany. Um, I, I paid for my plane ticket myself. I gave everything up. I had two luggages and I think on the way, five uh, packages that I sent over with DHL. And I arrived. They, I was I was in the plane. I was so tired because of all the preparations, you know, of selling everything, closing everything, etc. And I was so happy. I knew I'm following my dream. And I cancelled my unlimited, holy, magical contract in Germany that everyone thought I'm crazy to do this. And and I was flying to Beijing into the wide, wide, big world out there. You know, it's really like the the song. I'm a big, big girl in a big, big world. Yeah, and it was just, it was like, that's what magic. And um, and, and and this was the, the best decision in my life to do this, to take this risk and just do it differently. And then a whole other world opened. Yeah. My best decision was asking you to marry me. <laughs> and my worst. <laughs> yeah, of course. He had to do that. I mean, seriously, again, <laughs> coming here. Yeah, this, I mean, and and, and that's, that's uh, yeah, and I was the happiest. Uh, I, I can really remember in this moment doing this. And when yeah. I was in China, I mean, I had every intention. I did not have the intention of meeting my husband. Absolutely not. I was supposed <laughs> to be a one-night stand. <laughs> yep. Um, I wanted to enjoy life. I just arrived in oh, my... Oh, you enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> too, too many details. Um, yeah, but it was it was I think exactly because of this we were both in an extremely happy situation. We were not looking 
to, for we're any not, confirmation we were, or... Yeah. We weren't doing the Eat, Pray, Love tour. <laughs> exactly. We didn't I, come out of I need to find myself and uh, figure out who I am. And yeah, uh, we, we knew just, who we were. And we just wanted adventure. Exactly. And, and we still want that. Yeah, that's, it's, it's probably one of our biggest peeves is also the fact that we are so... I always, I always, I always compare us to sharks. We need to keep moving forward. Yeah, we are just this adventure, this 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 moving, this this that drive, that feed. We we're just that hunger for something more, something different. Is also, you know, that's why we just keep on. That's why we lived in so many countries in the last thing. Yeah, but we both have it, and that's also something that makes our relationship why why our relationship works so much is really because. We both click and we both go into the same direction. None of us are trying to pull in one direction or in the other. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and yeah, there we are really have the same mindset. I remember when I got the offer um, to move to Tokyo for a job for my company. And I had two days to say yes or no. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> and I came home, um, and, and my boss uh, uh, that asked me um, whether I would like to take on that opportunity, he, he also knew Mo, and he's like, yeah, just go home, talk to Mo, and let me know in two days. <laughs> and yeah, we, we talked did, about it. Yeah, the first day, right? Yeah. The I first time, like, it was like, took us one hour. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even an hour. Not even. I, I mean, it was pretty clear. And you haven't even been to Japan before. No, I mean, no. It doesn't matter. But that's the cool part, right? It's not, it's not like we've never been to Dubai before and then we moved here. Okay, it's not our favorite part of the world. It's not our favorite city in the world. It's very convenient. It's very nice. But, but I mean, Asia is still our heart and soul is still there. But it doesn't matter. We needed to try it. You need to try stuff. I mean, for us, that's the way we see things. You know, you got to jump in two feet first. You know, put the chicken feet in your mouth, chew on it, and then spit the bones out. If you don't like it, well, you don't like it. But hey, maybe you'll like it. Maybe it'll be the best thing you ever taste. And we love it. We really love it. But, you know, that's that's what life is about. It's really biting in and just... And I think that's, that's also... Um, I remember now when I took on this opportunity here in Dubai and talking to my boss. Um, and, and he knew that it wasn't my favorite place. But I also explained, you know... It doesn't need to be. Mm. I mean, the reason why we do things, it doesn't. We're not trying to find this paradise on Earth, yeah, which does not exist. The paradise is Earth itself. Exactly. It's the experiences that exactly. we live. Exactly, and we just want to see as much as we can, mm. and we want to experience. I mean, at the end, for us, life is about collecting yeah. experiences, yeah. and and that's what makes us happy. And and I think we were just so lucky to to find that in each other, mm. to to find that person that night, that Halloween night. 2010 yeah. in this nightclub. <laughs> but coming back to like the funny thing is your dad was working on a boat and my dad used to be a merchant marine mm -hmm. who traveled the world. So the funny thing is our fathers probably either crossed paths or maybe worked on the same boat together and they lived that same life and we were fed those stories yeah, and that lifestyle as a kid and that's what, you know, that's that, uh, that's hopefully our our child will have that same feed that same hunger for seeing the world and you know living different experience if he's not it's not you know that's his choice but this is something that i would really like to give him yeah mm. 
just to give him the choice, yeah. If he at the end wants to settle down somewhere, it's of course That's completely fine. fine. Yeah, he doesn't need to live our life. That's what we are here to exactly. do. Exactly, it's our lives, yeah, not his life. Yeah, this is and his life is his life. I think uh, this is something that a lot of parents maybe get a little bit wrong in uh, in the fact that uh, trying to make children live, you know, their lifestyle out of fear or whatever. But for us, it's really, um, you know. We we got to live our lives as we want them. Yeah? yeah, and I think that's another reason why I believe that our partnership is going to stay successful. Because even after we had a kid, we made it very clear. I mean, Munanui is only here because of us, yeah. and our happiness is the most important. And our happiness means that he's going to be happy, yeah. and um, especially when they are so little, right? In this baby baby phase, um, the the our our feelings they I mean they're little sponges they take everything in and they feel it and if you're fighting they're scared they will cry um, and if you're happy that they will be happy I think there's two universal sayings happy partner happy life happy parents happy baby <laughs> right yeah yeah and yeah. and that's re I think with all the decisions that, and we will come in the later episodes um, Uh, to talk about that more, but you know, uh, just to give a little teaser. Uh, but when thinking about breastfeeding, or yeah, all, literally all topics related to Munanui, we're first thinking, okay, what is the best for us? Yeah, always. What is how the best for us? Our life, the most convenient and relaxed, and how can we get sleep so that we can be there for him? It's the about end. quality, not quantity. 100%. Yeah, because if you're spending 100%, and it's the same, it goes for your partnership or for your parentship. Yeah, or parentship. Is that word even? I don't even think. Yeah. It goes the <laughs> same, like, you know, you can be you can be with your partner. I know a lot of people, like, look after COVID, so many people got divorced, yet they had so much time together. But that was the thing, yeah. right? And it's not about it's not about the quantity. It doesn't matter how much time. But that quality time you can spend with your partner is worth more than, yeah. If you even have 10 minutes together, but super quality with your partner, it's better than staying the whole day together and you're just like not there, yeah? You can be in the same room, but it doesn't mean you're in the same space, yeah? yeah? And I think this then also goes back to, um, yeah, too many things. But I don't want to actually start talking about this uh, because I guess that will be a whole episode um, on itself. How do I feel as a working mom um, having the least amount of time actually with Munanui at the moment and mama not being the first word. Um, but uh, yeah, I think not too much more about but that. But it's a great turn into you answering the question of who, what is your role? Because now we talked about my role, and now it's a great, great turnaround for <laughs> what is your role in this relationship? Well, yeah, I think we have uh, talked about it. Um, I'm the breadwinner of uh, this family, and I'm pretzel winner. Sorry, you don't want to go with the word pretzel winner? No, it's not. Pretzel winner. <laughs> and and honestly, I'm 100 confident in that role. Um, I love being in that role. I have been raised to be um, an independent woman. I think it was just because my mom was financially dependent on my dad and that did not end well. And so I have been yeah, just raised in this way to always make my own money. Well, she became financially independent after. She did, yeah. she did. So and I mean, and I, that's why, I mean, I saw it. I saw the 
blood, sweat and tears that went into this. And I respect her so much for that, for raising two kids alone. Um, of course, she was with my stepdad, but um, yeah, she, she, she raised us um, and she became financially independent again. And I think, yeah, that, that was very impressive. And Mama I, is very strong. Yes, she's very strong. She's a very strong woman. And I've been growing up with this. So for me, it was always clear. And actually, uh, I told my mom, don't worry. Um, there, there was Money was always an issue. It was never enough. So I knew um, as soon as I can, I'll be independent. I'll make my own money. And that actually happened um, when I finished my high school with 19. Um, I did find a dual study program where uh, the company I'm still with today um, financed my uh, university. So I was working and studying at the same time. I was able to move out. I moved to Munich uh, in the south of Germany and um, was able to, since then, I never had to ask for money. I'm completely, um, yeah, set up my life and I'm very proud of that. And nowadays I can say I offer as a beautiful life. I'm able to to um, yeah have this beautiful life yep. here. You take care of us. Yeah, for our family. I'm also taking care of others. Also having Arlene here with us. Um, also thinking of Lynn. So I think that's important. If you do well, also let others uh, be part of it. And uh, yeah, that's that's my role. And uh, I remember when I met Mo. Um, it was quite clear that that he is not very career oriented. oriented that um, this is simply not his identity. He doesn't identify. He doesn't get his confidence by you know pursuing a certain job, and um, yeah. So uh, and for me, I knew I will always uh, pursue that because that's just who I am. And so I, I yeah, and I'm happy. It's enough for all of us, you know. I and I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I also never needed my partner to contribute here because this is that doesn't matter. He, you know, I always I saw differently. exactly like I knew I have that financial part under control. And yes, we are very privileged. We're talking here of privilege, and I'm also aware of that. Yeah, we yeah, were, but you, we didn't come from privilege. Either. Exactly, we didn't come from there. So I have worked very hard um, to to get there. I have financed everything myself since I am 19. Um, and yeah, and slow and step by step we grew, um, and and like you said, being comfortable in your role is is one of the key success factors, and it was always also clear that after the kid that I'll go back to work, and um, which you were very happy to do. <laughs> yes, I was. I was also very happy. <laughs> I, and and there you could see because I am not comfortable or I don't get my confidence of being at home. The yeah. whole day. That's yeah, just not me. You don't know how to be bored. And, and and I don't yeah, but it's not that you're bored at home. No, just, but you I don't know what to do. I don't know, know, you know, I don't do. know how to cook. Oh, I'm not good at it. Obviously I wouldn't know how to do it if I would have to, but I'm just not mm. it's just not my best <laughs> my my key competence, put it this way. <laughs> and um yeah, I um I think our roles just matched and I think the beautiful thing in our relationship and our partnership is that we respect the others for their role. Like, I'm not expecting you to do anything different and you're not expecting me to do anything different. If I'm having a late work day till 10 p.m. and I have zero time for the family. It is what you, it is. You would never, ever criticize no. for, uh, me for that. On the contrary, you would 
make sure that I eat, that I have dinner, that you know, that I can relax, that you book me a massage or whatever, um, and and that's just beautiful. Yeah, but I mean, that's what puts food on the table and a roof over our heads. I would never. You, I mean, you got to do what you got to do in life, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, if you work late, then you work late. It is what it is. Like, but again, it's not. It's the quality time afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm not sure whether people are actually interested in what I'm doing. I feel people always. Oh, I think it's super interesting. I just <laughs> never remember exactly what it is. It's like global. What is it? I'm the global head of treasury for strategy and projects for. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he always says I'm underselling myself. Yeah. That's probably you always thing. undersell yourself. I. I do have an amazing career for my age. Um, I am in a, Can you say your position again, please? I am a global head of treasury for strategy and projects for a big German multinational company. And uh, so I basically take care of money. I, I like to explain it this way. <laughs> um, and and uh, yeah, make sure there's enough money to pay our people, pay our suppliers. So you're the mom of that company? <laughs> so you have the same role in the company as you do at home? <laughs> Almost? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so, and, and I love what I do. I love to work in finance. Um, I am very good at what I'm doing. Um, I do believe that my, um, I not only have a high IQ, but also a high EQ due to our past, due to our traveling. I love to work with people. I love to um, be in a leadership role, to mentor others, to help others to grow. Um, I love this corporate world. That's me. Um, I'm, I love to go to the office and, and do my stuff. Um, I, I love to be in a stressful situation, you know. Um, yeah, there's lots of conflict as well. It is a, it is a big pool of sharks there. Um, but but that's, that's what I like. I don't know why. <laughs> but you definitely have the biggest mouth for all the sharks that are there. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> Um, with yeah, the sharpest teeth. It, it is, it, 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 I just really enjoy it. And you know what was funny? When I started um, to work, or before, before my first job, um, I, I did some brainstorming on what is actually important for me when I work. And I remember it was attributes. It was responsibility. I need challenge. I need diversity. I need, you know, I need uh, lots of different things. Um, oh, that's like our marriage. <laughs> Diversity, <laughs> challenge, <laughs> right. leadership. Who's <laughs> the leader in this relationship? <clears throat> I like to make you think it's you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There we go. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we both are leaders within our own realms yeah. of our relationship. Um, yeah, no, but I, I am in finance. I work a lot with Excel. Um, I look at what the markets are doing. Um, I'm working with banks. But I'm working still with people um, behind. I, I like You work in the healthcare sector. Yes, yes. Right now I'm working in the healthcare sector. Um, and I help to build hospitals, finance, doctors. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's super interesting what I'm doing. Um, but we can maybe also, you know, sweep in a little episode on no, what you do <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I can see the dork inside of you right now. It's like, oh, can we talk about finance? But it's super interesting. I find it very interesting. Yeah, yeah I know most people are like, oh, you're a chef, and I was like, well, ex-chef, and they're like, oh my god, that's so awesome. I'm like, uh huh. 
And then it's like, what is your wife financing? Like, uh, yeah, but no I mean, your job is. No, I always feel honestly a little bit offended. <laughs> but I find your job no one, so much no cooler. Did, because I mean, you know why I like it, and I have thought about this. Uh, why I'm so so interested in it actually. And when you look at the world, and I am interested in, in what's happening politically, economically, culturally, um, just because we moved so much, we have friends all over. Um, and a lot of things, when, when you wonder, why did that happen? And I always say, follow the money. It explains, I would say, 90% of what's happening in the world. Unfortunately, uh, this is not necessarily a good thing, um, but yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, look, when, when, when relationships break, what is it about? When there is a divorce, it's about money. Mm -hmm. um, so well, that's one of the things that's about. Yeah, 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 yeah. but, but yeah. It's a big, it's a it's big, big factor. It's a big factor, and I think... I, the, the, lack of, the lack of it or... The, and I think why people think finance is not interesting is because they, they just connect it to numbers, but you know, emotions is also a big part of it. Mm. And, and that is completely underestimated, and I think that's also why I'm very good at my job. Uh, I am very good with people, and that's important, even in finance. You, you do not necessarily need to work um, in HR uh, when you're good with people. Um, mm. So, so yeah, but more about that someone, uh, sometime else. I actually would love to speak about this um, more, hmm. as you can hear, yeah. I think. <laughs> I, can, I can hear that. Uh, yeah. All right, but that's for it for now. I'm not sure, honey. I think, um, I think there's already a lot. I feel we talked a lot about us already in our hmm. first episode. Exactly. I think it's pretty good. I think it sums up a lot of stuff for us being partners. Yeah, I think it, it does... What I think we talked about the major stuff. Why do we think it's worked? What was our success? Like, what is our success? What are key words in success? Um, and uh, who we are, what our role is, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much it. I think. I think what we maybe should do now, um, just tell the people what this podcast will be about. I think we teased it a bit. Um, the 2 a.m. club, the idea came up of, um, yeah, during these endless sleepless nights that you have uh, when there's kids and which drive you. Uh. Well, it came, it came from that, but also from the fact that when people ask me, oh, what, what thing would you buy? And I always, we always buy, like we have the baby Brezza. And I always said, you know, like, I don't need, I don't want to be making a bottle of milk at 2 a.m. totally tired. Yeah, I don't want to be going, like, scooping up the baby formula or having to wait for the bottle to be dry. Like, I just want, at 2 a.m., I go into the kitchen and I press the button or I take something out and it's done. Like, that, for me, it's that 2 a.m. is that slot of pure hell. Mm. And and I and I think every parent has that slide. Maybe it's three a.m. or one a.m. for some people, but for us, it's always been that two a.m. key spot. And I'm just like, two a.m. is the demon. This is where I'm not a religious man, but this is where devil comes out and just like rips your soul apart and burns your feet and just makes you want to cry and scream and throw things at the wall and you know because you're just like ugh. I'm just, you know, and like, that's that 2 a.m. spot, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I think as we have mentioned it, we just want to be 
talking about partnership and parenting yeah. and that connection in between. Um, today was a lot about partnership, about us. Um, which is important. Which is, is the core. And uh, because we're an amazing team, we decided one day that we want to have a child. And um, yeah, there. I think since then, so many thoughts are going around in our minds and we saw so many information available, but nothing really that helped us a lot. Mm. <laughs> and, and I think we, and that is I think another big aspect, we are in a country where we do not have family. Uh, we were also here rather short, we didn't have a lot of very close friends. Um, so we, we felt very alone. Mm. And I think a podcast that would have been authentic um, or just talk about the hardship or the difficulties of parenting and partnering, that would have helped us a lot. And I yeah. think that's a bit what we try to achieve. I mean, we just want to, want to speak about that. We want to talk about um, the real we stuff and uh, hopefully help the one or the other out there that is sitting there at 2 a.m. pumping their boobs, <laughs> breastfeeding, whatever. Putting cabbage on it. <laughs> Putting cabbage you on know, it because it's Massaging it with a cold massage or massaging it with a warm or sitting over, crouched down like a, like a, like a cow. Remember that? Where oh <laughs> you oh had to be God. like on oh. all fours pressing your boobs so that the, the, the milk would flow out just like, like an animal, like literally what it was, right? <laughs> it was horrible. <sighs> so yeah, and I think, think um, that's what we, what we want to speak more about. But um, it is not, and here I think that's very important to mention, it's not just going to be the two of us all the time. Yeah? No. Actually, the contrary. Our idea is to really invite people uh, from all parts of the world with different backgrounds in different situations I don't know people that are pregnant at the moment maybe couples that are planning to have kids couples from different countries nannies, different religion um, different racial backgrounds different everything we just want people we it's a discussion cast is the word I use it's not really a podcast it's a discussion cast and we want to sit with other parents and just discuss about the way that what the way they do things and also most importantly the way they feel yeah. i think you know you find all these advice oh feed like this do like that okay but like you know we also want to give people the opportunity to share because yeah. we felt that because of obviously before we started we now had some time we're preparing this since quite some time and and we realized people are like they do want to share. People want to share. Nobody asks them the question. You know. How do you feel? Yeah, that is exactly. such an important. We question. want to, and we uh, we have one episode with Svenja's parents. Yeah, so it's not only about um, it's not only with people that are parents today, but also the older generation. How they did things, how they feel about it, how they how they would do things differently today. You know, and I think it's really we want. This discussion cast to be about parenting, partnership, in all the different ways from people from all walks of life, from all different parts of the world, from all different financial situations and racial and all of these different things that make the world amazing and just discuss about it in honest, open, truthful, raw, authentic 
you know that's what we want just this beautiful authentic and yes it's it's a beautiful crazy trip that we call this you know parenthood and partnership and yeah let's just talk about it let's just sit down yeah and talk about it talk about even the good stuff the bad stuff all of it just be honest about it so yeah, yeah that's uh that's that's, that's what wrap. we want to do i think that is a wrap yeah. i think that's our first podcast i think high five to us yes and a little tap on the back for ourselves yes well done well done i'm exactly. very happy exactly me too and can't wait to do the second one exactly all right <laughs> thanks guys i hope you uh, join us on our second podcast which will be about us being parents <laughs> all right thank you so one. much i love you my beautiful baby love you too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.